0: Breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
1: 1017 FM, 710 Kiel. Mike and McCarty. And today is National Peace Officers. Memorial Day Mm -hmm. We have Memorial Day Honoring our military Uh, This is a day that uh, President John F. Kennedy signed Public Law 87-726 Which is a joint Resolution of the 87th Congress Designating May 15th As Peace Officers Memorial Day In honor of federal, state, and municipal Peace officers That have been killed or disabled In the line of duty So it's Uh, a memorial day for our uh, peace officers not just police but Mm -hmm. also deputies sheriffs that type of thing uh, across our nation and president clinton signed uh, a law in 1994 declaring that the flag be flown at half staff on all government buildings on this day so if you see a flag at half staff today and wonder you know, did somebody nationally pass away? It's mm-hmm. in honor of National Peace Officers Memorial Day that uh, that we recognize today.
2: I-, I would also remind you too, if you're probably not familiar with it, I, I bet ninety percent of the Shreveport folks, Shreveport, Bozier folks, there is a memorial uh, right next to the aquarium downtown Shreveport. Mm-hmm. It's a memorial to law of- law officers we've lost in the line of duty. And um, it is very somber to walk around and read those names. And I think some of them go back to the 1800s, officers that we lost in the line of duty. This is folks who were who were shot, who were uh, hit by car, and, you know, all kinds of different tragedies while they were working. And we don't stop to honor these folks, you know, often enough. And we invited Sheriff Steve Prater here today for nothing other than that. No controversy. No, you know, let's talk about what's going on and problems in the world. We would like to say thank you to you.
1: We just want to tell you we love you.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And to I'll all of the officers that. that have served and that are still serving every day um, to keep us safe. I'm driving into work today, 4.30, 4.45 in the morning, and I see a police officer headed to the station, it looks like. And I'm like probably wrapping up their day prayerful that they they ended their day and they get to go home to their family.
3: That's so true, um, when you go down to the memorial, you were talking about the police memorial police and fire memorial uh you I see nine of the nine of the tombstones down there or the markers you might say were people that I worked with or I was mm-hmm. chief of police when they were were killed and and it's uh it is somber people they appreciate the police, but sometimes they don't take it a step further and realize that when a policeman pulls up next to them that that policeman may, may make a traffic stop in 10 minutes after they leave that light. And this, we read every day that somebody's shot or killed here and in mm-hmm. all across the United States. But that same police officer may be stopping somebody that's got a carload of guns that's wanted or has a body in the car or has just done a drive-by or something. And the, and, and the police officer then gets shot at or shot. And so people need to take it a step further. It's more than just... Uh, the job is more than just fixing a flat tire on the side of the Interstate to help somebody
1: out. It, it, it's a lot more than that. Uh, I don't. You remember a few years ago the sniper in Dallas that was taking police officers mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right? My daughter, not. I mean, just a day, few days after that, was in traffic in downtown Dallas, and it was kind of stopped. And she said there was a, a a black police officer standing on the corner, and he was just. Almost in a daze, she says, Dad, I just felt led. She got out of her car, Mm. walked over and said, Sir, may I approach you know? He said, and she just gave him a hug. She said, I just wanted I just want to say thank you.
2: Yeah. And she said he just
1: he just started crying. It was very, you know, I I said, Mm Micah, that's you know, awesome. And and he'll never forget that. Never. Never.
2: What can we do? For police officers, what is something that means something that matters to them? Because every day they're seeing the worst of us.
3: Well, Gosh, that's that's hard to say because the public, the general public, the Northwest Louisiana, the Caddo report, they're so appreciative anyway. So many of them are, and they they do the things like they bring send pizza to the to the substation sometimes, or bring donuts, or or stop and they tell them at the mall or wherever they might be that they you know they appreciate them. So we get a lot of that, but it's the overall correct somebody if 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 they're saying horrible things about the police correct them um if if they you know take up for us i guess is what i'm saying mm-hmm. don't just love on us help fight our enemies okay oh, that's Hel- a good help point. us uh h- help to understand uh that that we've the other day we had a situation at at uh, uh the inner uh, uh southern loop and I-49, for instance. In social media, we had a a complaint there. A lady was complaining, and because of the construction, because what they've got to do something better about getting people off of I-49, there were two lanes where there's supposed to be one and on the on the uh on the side on the uh, the side of the lane, cars were having to get there to get off the interstate and then turn right, so the ones in the lane couldn't turn right at the stop sign mm. and so somebody complained The deputy went out there, and he stopped four people that drove really fast up the m- side of the road, not even on the road mm-hmm. and first thing, social media had ninety people had commented we got better things to do than to stop people for, for getting off of I-49 and mm. that we were giving tickets. We gave no tickets, mm. okay? We were responding to a complaint, yet there was so much hate there. And and that's the kind of thing that is such a misunderstood what we have to do in law enforcement and in public service. It's so misunderstood. So if you had anything to do is try to understand. Take a breath before you criticize somebody out there willing to risk their lives to help to save you, to answer complaints, to make your children safer, to keep your property safer. Take Take a breath before you're so quick to jump on law enforcement like some folks are. Mm-hmm. Now, now, that's not the majority of folks. The majority right. of folks do love on us, and we appreciate it so much. But
1: we know our climate has changed so much in the past few years, really since the Obama administration that has vilified police officers. Right, and, 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 it's, you... and it's like it's become the norm. We've all seen videos on mm-hmm. Facebook or Instagram of people getting in police officers' faces. It's like they're daring them to do something, it used to be it, which that, is an assault. By the way, it used to be
0: that
3: the victim, the victim was the first one that you thought about when something happened. Now, so many people think, I wonder what the police did wrong when mm. they were doing that. And and so the yes, the police, law enforcement, we are t- treated like the criminals now in many instances, and the uh, the victims are, are are just disregarded, and the criminals treated like the victims.
1: 1017 FM 710 KEO, Micah McCarty talking with Caddo Parish Sheriff Steve Prater uh, in studio as we kick off National Police Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, today is National Peace Officers Memorial Day. So mm-hmm. if you see flags flying at half staff, that is the reason why on on federal and, and uh, local buildings
2: is there a, is there a ceremony happening this week for us to the public to come out
1: yes and we encourage
3: people to come out we we usually we have a lot of police presence a lot of fire presence but we have very little public presence just people to come down on it but this one happens to be in in uh, benton at the benton courthouse Sheriff mm-hmm. wendington is hosting it every four years it rolls around uh, this both cities hosted the Kettle Sheriff and then the Bozier Sheriff, and this is their turn to host it for all of us. And uh, Wildlife Fisheries has a uh, officer that was killed, that was dra- that drowned, if you remember, and so they take part in it. Uh, state Police, the uh, and the local agencies, and so it's a it's a moving ceremony. It's very very short. You can get on back to work or get to work after it's nine o'clock mm-hmm. up to courthouse. So uh, in Benton. So make that if you if you're so inclined and we'd, we'd, we'd appreciate it. It means a lot of families come and they have seating and, and the ones, the families that are still still remain that, that we can get in touch with. Uh, as far back as we can, we send them back, even though the relatives are the ones killed in the early 1900s and so. Mm-hmm. And see if the kids or grandkids or mm-hmm. great-grandkids can come. We give them a rose. And so it's a it's a moving ceremony. It gives us the time to reflect amongst ourselves and the public of,
1: of the ones we've lost. It's Wednesday, 9 a.m. Yes. at the Bossier Parish Courthouse yeah, in correct. Benton, Louisiana. That's correct. Okay. Obviously, we won't be able to make it. No, but the, but the, we'll but, certainly.
2: But take a minute this week, if you don't mind, for me, and go by the memorial in Shreveport. It's on the riverfront next to the aquarium, and there is a there's a monument to to the officers that we've lost in the line of duty. And there's a wonderful picture of you, Sheriff, um, looking at those monuments. And I can tell you recognize people that you you knew, you worked with. Um, they're gone.
3: Right. I've had to tell. I mean, I, I look at each plaque down there, and I know so many of them. But if the if somebody that doesn't know any of them goes down there, look and see that's the father or the mother of somebody. And I look at one of them, and it's a. I had to tell the little seven year old boy that his mom had got killed. Mm. I was a supervisor, and I had to do that. And I can look at others that I buried when I was chief police chief, and the funerals, and, and a lot of people may not realize families.
1: you were police chief. Yeah, for, uh, for the city of Shreveport, I think we had
3: lost four when I was the police chief. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a rough time then. It's, it's uh, we're fortunate now. We have more protective, better vests. Two times on search warrants, the bullet missed the vest. It went up under the vest or something, mm-hmm. and we had some specially designed ones for our SWAT team back when I was uh, the police chief. Uh, and and so, you know, it impacts. I so mean. The families, the officers that are there at the scene, the supervisors—what could we have done better? And oh, it's just—it's just, um, it's just uh, humanizing something that is currently in a state of being dehumanized.
2: And we also, right. sheriff, we we uh, a week ago. And this is just a miracle of a story. Uh, officer Kenny Gallon in Bossier shot four times. Right. Could easily have been talking about his death.
3: Right. Somehow
2: God wasn't ready for him yet. No. Uh, but the gear obviously saved him. But, you know, it's happening too often these days. And that officer is is going to be around to be able to celebrate. But um, it's tragic when we have a police officer shot.
3: Right. And, and we happen to live in a society. We happen to live in an area. Uh, that there is such a proliferation of illegally carried guns in our area. And they're not only shooting, these criminals are not only shooting each other, but if they'll drive by and shoot in a house that's got six- and seven- and eight-year-olds in it, uh, if they will drive by and randomly do that, they have no conscience, they have no values, and they will certainly shoot the bad guy, which is the police in their eyes. So they're actually, I mean, we're nothing to them. And we're out there risking our lives doing that, and 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 we need to just take take a minute and pray for them. Uh, I really believe in prayer and and pray for them, uh, the ones that are on the street. Pray for the families, the lost ones, and uh, and just recognize them. I, well, mm-hmm. we got a tough job out there.
4: Aaron
1: and I were talking earlier this morning, and we wanted to take a moment and honor honor what what you do, what uh, Police Chief Wayne Smith does, all of your deputies and the officers on the street we, we mm-hmm. really do we want to salute you guys and thank you tell me about the batmobile Oh, the Batmobile! <laughs> it's the blood alcohol testing. It's
3: a large van. Uh, blood van. alcohol it's... testing bat. I get it. Oh, uh, okay. That's why we got the Batmobile. Okay. Blood alcohol. It was uh, we got It'd it with a grant for day. the Louisiana Highway Safety Commission, and we've used it for a number of years. It's it's a huge presence, and when when we were having the problems, mainly the street police we were having the problems down in Texas in Spring. Uh, and many people saw the videos of it. It was just ridiculous. And uh, so I said, "Well, why don't we just drive the, the the big Batmobile down there? We'll park it and see if anybody is man enough to jump up on that." And uh, <laughs> and they weren't. Uh, oh, good. Okay. And it had a had a calming effect uh, for the weekend, and and seemed to seemed to work well for that. Um, alcohol-driven crowd, mm. or whatever-driven crowd that was there, and we want people to get together. We want them to enjoy themselves. That's not—we're not. I mean, we're not the bad guy, as some people think. Mm-hmm. But we got to have some order. We got to keep. We got to, you know, you well, got to maintain. You can't order. block
1: the streets and and no. climb on private vehicles. No, that's
3: that's uh, that, that's out of the question. So just. Try to climb on that public vehicle if you'd like. Mm-hmm. We'll see see how well that works out for you. And, uh, oh goodness! And, and all, but 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 you know people, you know people need to understand that we we get back to the other thing. We do have a job to do, and and I want to thank y'all for inviting me in this morning. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank the many 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 people that appreciate us in our area. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave here without thanking them. Oh, yeah. uh, because we have so many and uh, so many of your listeners that that do things for us and and uh and and it is it's recognized it's appreciated and please continue
1: Seven FM, seven ten KEO. Mike and McCarty went to dinner last night with family.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: We went out. Uh, my niece is in town. Oh, cool! The waiter was like, uh, "Anybody, you know, want, want something? Want something?" My brother in law said, "What kind of beer do you have?" Guys started listing off beer. Mm-hmm. Well, I got Bud, Bud Light, Bud. Of course, <laughs> you know, Yingling. So they ordered, and I said, Look, "Let me ask you something. This guy doesn't know who I am.
2: Yeah, you know, no was, clue."
1: I said, "Has has Bud Light dropped?" He goes, "Oh man!" He goes, "I, I can't, I can't, we can't sell it." Wow. I said you used to wow. do ten, twelve a night. You know. He oh, says now, maybe, maybe two a week. Mm-hmm. I said, "What about regular Budweiser?" He goes, "No, it, it's dropped also."
2: <laughs> I told you what happened to my my son. We go to order. And he orders oh, yeah. uh, one one particular beer he likes. She goes, okay, let me go check. She goes, she goes, comes back. She goes, no, we don't have that. We've got Bud, Bud Light, Bud Ice. He goes, I mean, she was pitching all the Budweiser products. Right, yeah. He, he said, no, you got Yingling. She goes back. She, let me check. She goes back. She comes back. She goes, no, we got Bud, Bud Ice, Bud Light. <laughs> no, 318. Yeah, so that's what he drank. But yeah, they're pushing it. I mean, they're now being told to push it because they they're getting stuck with it. Right. Yeah. And they don't know what to do with it. It's a it's amazing that Budweiser products are just people are, aren't buying it. Yes. I you know, they're they're getting a message loud and
1: clear. Yeah. Sales dropped precipitously, mm-hmm. 25%. That Aaron, that's huge. No kidding! No that's kidding! Huge.
2: And imagine any business taking a twenty-five percent cut, whoo, just like that, because of one dumb move. Just corporate America. You know, think about think about your audience. Who's your audience?
4: Yeah.
2: You know, that's just you. You You have to think about that. It's silly not to. It's It really
1: is. It, it's silly not to. It just you know. It just made me laugh. The guy even kind of laughed about it. Yeah. No, I can't. I, I mm-hmm. can't sell him.
2: Uh, when we come back, Mike, I have to. I saw a billboard this morning on the way to work Ruh-roh. that I don't think I could even put on the Keel website. Really? It's a slogan. It? it must a, be
1: before I get on there.
2: It's a slogan a local business now uses that is in their name. And I'm not going to name them because I don't want to give them all the free publicity. Right. But I cannot believe it's now common to use the phrase. I'll tell you about it when we get back.
1: Mike and McCarty, what a 1017-FM-710-KEEL. Micah McCarty, I got a text. Apparently Corporate America, we're talking about Bud Light a minute ago and our waiter couldn't sell Bud Light, said apparently Corporate America doesn't realize that particular population or community is like 1% of the population mm-hmm. that you're including. Right. Right. Anyway, I, I just, and you know,
2: you you may you may call me a old fashioned or whatever you might. I saw a billboard today for a local business who I'm not naming. If you want to hear their name, you can on the Shreveport Security Systems message board, send us a message and we'll give it out there. I'm not giving it out on the radio because um, I don't want them to get all the publicity that they that's all they want. That's the reason they named their business this in the name of this business is the, the, the abbreviations AF. Like, it could be great AF cars, um, superior AF DJs.
1: So these are Air Force DJs? No,
2: no, no, that's not what AF
1: means.
2: (laughs) And they have it on a big billboard. It says blank AF blank, whatever the name of the business is. Right. Somebody thinks the name of your business should include the mother of all curse words. That's the, isn't that the mother of all curse words? Isn't that what our parents told us?
1: Uh, it's pretty much one of George Carlin's seven, that's for sure.
2: Dude, I got Irish Spring out the wazoo if I uttered that word. <laughs> it was like chomp on this bar of soap, little girl.
1: If it was out the wazoo, she wasn't doing it right. Oh
2: man, I when. Have we gone over, the? I mean, have we gone
1: over the edge I, I know, now, or that's okay? I know okay? the billboard of which you speak, and I have seen that. And I was the same way. I was like, surely not. I couldn't
2: believe it. Yeah. Does does AF mean anything else? Does it mean anything good? Air Force? No, that's not what they mean. That's just <laughs> no, not I what know. they mean. And I just, I just did a double take, and I went... So you named your And I'm not meaning that's just a slogan. That's the name of the darn business. AF
1: is in the name.
2: It's in the name yeah. of the business. Like yeah. great AF cars. That's your business? <laughs> who okayed that? Who, well, said, who thought it was a well, good idea? Well, they're laughing
1: right now because we're talking about
2: it. I know. And that's why I'm not going to tell you who it is. I'm not going to name them because I'm not giving them the publicity. But And now they've got they've got marketing out on the streets. And the billboard company said, okay, we'll do it. We'll take your money. Do you think we could run a commercial for great AF cars? Come get your car at great AF cars. I don't think our bosses would take that commercial. Maybe I'm wrong. Do they need money that bad?
1: There's a place that, well, you know, they they have a, they have a, 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 that fan company called Big Ass Fans, Uh, and they have a donkey as their logo, obviously.
2: yeah. But ass is not the mother of all curses. No, cars.
1: no. We I, and, you know, and there's I can a place in town that, that sells these huge homemade burgers Papa's that uh-huh. you know and and when I text my friends I go, you know well, go get a big ass burger? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and we know what we're talking about. I just But I, it's not it's not big af burgers.
2: Is that is that word now okay now that everybody just says it? We're just going to put it in our business name now. It's okay.
1: Aaron I read a I read a, a story. I was re- it's totally unrelated. It was a, it was a published story on 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 apparently on a website, but the author Now this is not some Playboy or, you know, this is a, like a a British publication. Mm-hmm. And I was reading, I, I started watching The Crown again. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I had to, I had to start it over. Um, I think a couple weeks ago I said the Queen, but it's the Crown. <laughs> um so I'm reading, I'm trying to find historical fiction, uh, you know, historical fact versus Hollywood fiction. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading some things and and in this article, the author uses the S word. Um uh, Tommy Lassel's shut that down. Okay. I was like, well, it's kind of classless, but okay, you know, I know what you're saying. And then they said, and then they said, and it was the F word in the article. Right. Like, seriously, you can't, you can't express yourself any better than without having to do this? I know.
2: And that's what, you know, when you look at a business like that, I would never go to a business like that. I would never... (laughs) I would never frequent a business gonna... that thinks AF is a good name of your business. No thanks. I'm out. Yeah. Maybe I'm maybe I'm old fashioned. I don't know. But I I did a double take. I went, Did I did I really just see that? Yeah, I did.
1: Yeah. Somebody has said to me, Okay, boomer, you know what? Thank you.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'll take that.
1: I'll take that any day.
2: I know. I over know over being
1: called you know, over being a millennial. Mm-hmm. Or are the na-
2: are naming your business with a foul foul word in it? I mean, the mother of all foul words.
4: Yeah,
2: I I, I, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, on the streetport security systems message board, I already got a couple people that wanted to know the name of it. If you want to frequent this establishment, knock yourself out. I'll give you the name on the on the message board. I'm not going to give it on the radio.
1: Sorry, <laughs> Mike and McCarty, uh, just in front of your money now. One zero one seven FM seven ten Kiel Mike and McCarty Great AF Morning Show. (laughs) Can I say that? I don't don't think so.
2: I don't know if we can
1: or not. Looking at the Shreveport Security Systems message board, oh yeah, there's a business outside Hot Springs Village on Highway seven. I don't think we can say that. Yeah, I don't
2: think we can say that. They're
1: Masters yes of of bait so all that's that's Leslie, as close as yeah, i'm gonna yeah, get to that good. one the country says okay what's the business lol
2: <laughs> if you want to know the name of the business message us on the streetport security systems message board and we'll send you the name i mean cuteness i, I used to love Cato radiator great best place in town to take a leak i thought that right, was cute
1: right yeah you know the,
2: that's okay
1: are they still in business
2: i don't know i think they are i mean okay. i don't know i'm not sure but then you know that that was cute it was a good marketing scheme but just to go right out there and belt you in the jaw with af in the name of the business holy cow like great af donuts that's the name of your donut shop right no i'm not eating those donuts that's yeah. gross Ew, no Anyway, I'm a prude, I guess. I don't know. But, you know, we hear okay, the word a lot. Boomer. I know.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. I want a, I want a shirt that says, okay, boomer.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm working on a couple things. One, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, uh, City Councilman Jim Talaferro will join us. The, the vote on the smoking ban at the casinos, lifting that ban, is next week. And so the... Folks are trying to stop the change. Are you know trying to get their voices out there to be heard? We're going to have Dr. Martha White and some other folks in throughout the week. We're going to talk more about that. Uh, Councilman Talaferro. It's interesting.
1: It's interesting mm-hmm. that this has it has even come about.
2: And and I have a, a comment. I ha- also have a comment from Tabitha Taylor, who um, is pushing lifting this ban so that you can smoke in the casinos. But that's not quite what she said in 2021 when Mm -hmm. she voted to keep the ban in place. We'll play that for you when we get back after the top of the hour because it's interesting. She's changed her tune
1: considerably. There's also, uh, I want to talk about next hour, there's a a restaurant down in South Louisiana that got shut down because they scheduled a drag show Mm. at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. But it's not what you think. Okay. I want to talk about that, too. All right. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Kiel, also on... 1017 FM,
4: 710
1: Kiel, Mike and McCarty came across this story restaurant down it's in south louisiana as a matter of fact you would think this would be well no it may not be so surprising mm-hmm. uh, a restaurant in south louisiana the owner uh, released a flyer she had scheduled a drag brunch mm-hmm. okay now this is a private restaurant and uh susan smith early is the owner's uh, the restaurant owner's name said so she just opened last year and she's poured her entire life savings into the business and uh she says I want I have all walks of life come through the door. Sure. So she scheduled a drag brunch. Well she has since basically had to close down but it's it, it's not really probably what you think. Um, the drag brunch was sold out. Yeah, It was a big event. It people was a big event that, mm-hmm. that you had to buy a ticket, tickets in advance mm-hmm. and people knew what they were getting, you know, what they were going. Right. Now, look, private business. If you want to do that, that's your prerogative. And it's on
2: you. Yeah, absolutely. That, and,
1: and if, and if I'm not going, <laughs> I would. If somebody... I've been to a drag show. I think they're fun.
2: I think they're fun and, you know, and in okay. the right places, fun time.
1: I'm not going. Gotcha. But if, if you want to go, I'm not going to tell you you right. can't go. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Buy your ticket. Have fun. hmm But what happened, what had happened was. What had happened was a problem. Right before the show, her landlord shut off her air conditioning unit. Mm. They had no air. And then she got a message from the owners of the building that she had to get out by the middle of the next month, middle of June. And she was getting hate messages
2: on social media, death threats. That's not called for. It, if you know what? You don't it's her business. It,
1: don't go. Don't go. I'm not going to tell this lady that owns a private business you can't do that. They're not doing it in a third grade classroom. Right. Obviously, there's a market for these it. Are, it freaking sold out. These are adult. It's sold out. Yes. That's her prerogative. Now, I guess as the owner of the building. Didn't appreciate he, it. He didn't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's okay, he owns the building.
2: But you know what? Does he get to say what kind of burgers you serve next? Does he get to say what kind of band can play?
1: If she has a lease. Mm. And, and he doesn't specifically state in the lease, yeah. you can't do this.
2: Right. No drag shows, no strip show whatever.
1: Whatever. You, know, you can't serve rat burgers.
2: If she had a lease that said no drag shows, she wouldn't have done it. Right. So he just didn't agree. He decided to make her life miserable, and she had to shut her business down. Now she's got to go fund me. Yeah, I think she's looking for a new spot for a new business,
1: and she I, you know, she wants to go to uh, culinary school and become a chef. Oh, good, an actual chef, and so okay. that's that's she says is her next, you know, next uh, next step. Mm-hmm. And they did; they created a, a GoFundMe account.
2: Yeah, to try to help her out. I'm fine with that. I don't have an issue with that See, at all. I,
1: I it's the, it's a private business. You can choose to support it or not support right. it. Right. It's not my, you know, I, I, I don't agree with those that go, well, shut it down. Mm-hmm. Just don't go. Just don't support it. Right. If it's not your cup of tea, don't go. When, Drink the tea. Last night when we were out at dinner, we were talking about that we, I kind of laughed. The waiter offered, uh I says, you know, uh, my brother-in-law said, what kind of beer do you have? And he started listing off beers and Bud Light, Bud, Jingling, mm-hmm. you know, goes through the list. And uh, so I asked him later. I said, "I said, let me ask you something. Have have you noticed a drop in sales in Bud Light?" Mm-hmm. He goes, "Oh, we can't sell it." Yeah. So it, it's not just it's not just media, you know. It's it, no. It's actually it's it's real. I said, "What about regular Budweiser?" He goes, "No, it's dropped off too." He says, "I used to do maybe ten, twelve a night." He says, "Maybe two a week
2: right. now." Right. People talk and, with their money. If they if they so, want something, they'll go right. buy it. If, if they don't, it,
1: they won't. If you want to support it, but that's that's this country is based on freedom. I'm not right. going to say you can't. No, no, you can't do it in a third third grade classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you want to go to a restaurant and that's their feature, well, then you have the right to do that. Buy your ticket, get your seat, enjoy yourself,
2: drink a cocktail, and have some fun. I, you know, I have the right not to go. Absolutely, and I've been to a drag show. They're a blast. I have a great time every time I go. It's not like I'm there every weekend, but every time I go, I enjoy it. It's fun. It's a night of fun. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not a drag queen. I'm not planning on being a. Dra- can, can I even be a drag queen?
1: I How guess would I that can- work? Yeah.
2: Could I? I don't
1: know. Would you be like Victor Victoria? How would that work? Do I dress oh, I like a dude? Like a man? Would that be is that, that drag?
0: No, I, I don't think that's necessarily you have to dress as the opposite gender that you are. I think as long as it's the big exaggerated wigs and the crazy, ah, makeup, okay. I think, crazy makeup, I think that, okay. I think that I think that qualifies.
1: But I'm, if you're a woman and you're dressing like that, you're not that's not drag, is it? You know, I'm not an expert. I don't
2: know. (laughs) All I'm doing is sitting here thinking, which one of you would be better in drag? Which one of you would look better in drag? Oh, my beard would
1: look great, right? (laughs) Throw a little glitter in it? Yeah. (laughs) No, I didn't even put glitter in it Uh, with Santa Claus. Yeah.
2: The smoking ban at the casinos. We're going to talk about that when we get back. And um, I got a little piece of audio I want to play for you. You you listen to it and you tell me what you think.
1: Micah McCarty, what a one... One seven FM seven ten Kiel Mike and McCarty and uh, locally the casinos you cannot smoke in the casinos that in Shreveport was, uh, in Shreveport mm-hmm. and that was yeah that was uh, determined by our city council on to uh, two thousand it went into effect August of 21. 21. they they voted 20... on it
2: in twenty but they delayed implementation until twenty one to give the casinos time to recover from the pandemic and a year to get you know outdoor Smoking areas done and all that sort of thing, which the casinos did. They warned their customers in plenty of time. Well, now Councilwoman Tabitha Taylor and I believe um, Gary is—I'm is, not sure if Gary is the one—they're proposing um, lifting the smoking ban in the casinos so that you can smoke in the casinos. But but this wasn't her
1: original position.
2: Well, it was her position. Yes, it was. She voted against the ban from jump. But then when the city council um, came back and did another vote to lift it, she did not vote to lift it in twenty one. And here's what she said at the time.
4: I've always believed that when it comes to businesses, that those businesses need to turn around and make that decision. However, on the flip side of this, what we did last year was saying, we'll give you one year. There was a five to two vote. They said we We gonna give you one year. That's what we say it. Regardless if I like it or not, is what we say. And for my constituents, that I listen to, I do believe our word is our
1: bond. Did you hear that? Our word is our bond. Our, I'm reminded of Jerry Maguire. Our word is our bond. Was it Jerry Maguire?
2: So, I can't remember now. Yeah. <laughs> Have you changed your what? tune? Have well, you... that's what I was
1: saying when I said this is not her original position.
2: Well, no, she voted against she voted okay. against the the ban, and then when they came back and tried to lift it. She said, I'm not going to vote to lift it now. I'm going to vote to keep this in place because that's what five of my council members voted for. Though I didn't. I voted against the ban, but the majority of this council voted for the ban. So our word is our bond, and I'm going to stick with that. I would like to know what's changed.
1: That's what, yes.
2: I would like to know, uh, is there new evidence?
1: It just brings up questions.
2: Because it was real clear from jump Everybody that got up, all the experts that said, yes, the casinos are going to lose a little business, but in three years' time, they bounce back. We haven't let it go three years yet. We're not even to two years yet. And we're already trying to turn it back and and let the the smoking be back. Look, I go to the casinos. Uh, One of the Shreveport casinos is my favorite. And I have talked over and over again to people that work in the casinos Mm -hmm. and some of them are smokers and some of them are not who are very happy with the ban they don't want to have to stand there all day ingesting Mm. people's smoke because i'm going to let you know something real clear here drunk gamblers don't care who they blow their smoke at they don't care where their smoke is blown it could be blown right at you sitting next to them at a blackjack table they don't care right they're drunk they're loud they're obnoxious and they're smoking cigars and whatever else they want to smoke. Well, not quite anything else, but they—it's—it's it's a pain. But that's in the probably butt.
1: coming. But anyway,
2: yeah. And I've talked to a lot of people that work at the casinos who know coworkers or they themselves have respiratory issues because of secondhand smoke. It's just, and and I think the day will come when Bozier does the same. And so for Shreveport to roll it back now, I'm. I'm mystified by how we've changed our tune. I really am. Because this is a health issue and it, and to be honest, 75% of the workers in the casinos are black. And they're and they're at high risk for lung issues and when they're sitting around secondhand smoke all day. I just don't understand it. Is, I really don't. Is
1: there a consensus amongst workers? I mean, I know you've spoken with some, but has there been any uh actual polling data?
2: I bet there is. I, I yeah, haven't seen it. I would be interested
1: it. to see what the, because I would think, mm-hmm. like you just said, the majority of workers would be very pleased with it, oh, and they I are. would think a lot of the patrons would be that's happy the, with that's it.
2: That's the other thing. Seventy-five percent of the people in the casino gambling are not smokers. Seventy-five percent of us are not. And we don't want to be around smokers.
1: Okay, I'm going to ask, where do you get that figure? How do you get the 75 That figure came
2: from the American Cancer Society. Okay. And they said that's the, that's the average number of smokers in Louisiana now. It's about 25% are smokers. And it may be a smidge higher for casinos, maybe, mm-hmm. perhaps. But the, thing, the other thing is when you analyze the data, and you can see the data at keelnews.com, thanks to our friend Chris Lyon, the gambling dollars have not gone down at the two Shreveport casinos because of smoking. The gambling dollars have gone down at all of the casinos in our market. All of them have gone down at almost the exact
1: rate. Including Bozier.
2: Including Bozier Margaritaville, Margaritaville has a smidge, a little bit of a different deal. Now, they have a land-based casino. They have a different game. So their revenues went up a tiny bit.
1: Does a land based casino make a difference?
2: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Why? You're way spread out.
1: Because you're it's bigger, it's oh, a bigger it's, space. It's a
2: bigger space. Okay. You have, you know, you're they're
1: not f- f- afraid of it breaking off its mooring and right. floating off down the river. You
2: literally park outside the casino and walk in and you're gambling. Think about horseshoe. You park in that garage, you gotta walk up the all the way out through all their retail stuff, you gotta walk all the way out to the boat. It's a you know, it's an ordeal for a lot of people. They want to park the car. Go gamble, no deal. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a way more convenient at Margaritaville. Okay, way more convenient. And if if you valet park, you get out your car, you're on the casino floor just like that. The other casinos, it's a, it's a boat, it's a river boat. You got to walk all the way to the boat. You got to go through all the other stuff they're trying to sell you. I mean, I, I just don't understand.
1: Is how, how going to eventually go to a land base? something like that i mean diamond jacks is going to be land based now when they well ballys reopen. the
2: Shreveport casinos don't have the land yeah unless they go across the street and they would have to take a city building you know to go across the street or take their parking garages and do that um that's the problem with those casinos and and the thing about it is i don't understand how you can put the health of your community at a lower priority than the gambling company's interest I just, I really don't. I don't follow that logic. I'll never be able to follow that logic. The health of your community should be, the health and safety of your community should be your top priority. And if it is not, shame the heck on you. Shame the heck on you. And let the gambling companies scream and holler that they're losing revenues. You can't prove it to me yet. You cannot prove it to me yet. Come back to me in three years and then let's see if you can prove it to me. And if it's a significant decrease, yeah, I'm still not gonna be with you, but I'll listen to you. Right now I you can't even pitch this to me. This is ludicrous. I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant.
1: <laughs> t- uh, <laughs> we got tangent. we gotta take a break. Oh sorry. Micah McCarty, what do <laughs> One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel and by the way on the smoking band, we're gonna follow up uh, after the eight o'clock news. Councilman Jim Talaferro going to be joining us uh, getting a council perspective mm-hmm. on the band and hopefully where that's gonna be going.
2: I got a text early this morning. I'm just gonna read this to you. <laughs> this is just it blows my mind from I a think friend I know of what ours. You're saying. I'm listening in from Amsterdam in the Netherlands. <laughs> wow. Good morning. Good afternoon, I
1: said. We're the number one Shreveport morning show in Amsterdam. Yes, we are. Bring it's, us back something nice.
2: It's 1.10 <laughs> in the afternoon there. Headed to the Van Gogh Museum. Keep up God's work. And going on the, They went on the Viking River cruise. Says it rocks. That's unbelievable. Folks listening to us in Amsterdam using the uh, Shreveport app. You can download the app. It's free. And listen to us in Amsterdam. I am so jealous. The Van Gogh (laughs) Museum. Do you know how much I would love to see that? I went to see the, um, I don't know if you went, I'm a big art nut. I don't know if you know that. But I went to the Monet exhibit in New Orleans when it was down there. I'm not sure how many years ago. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. To be standing that close. To, to some of those one of paintings. the actual, yes. the real, real things, Yes. Yeah. And then the Catherine the Great exhibit in Dallas, when it was in Dallas. Mike, I'm like, I, you look around, you're like, I wonder if they'll notice if I just snag one of these little trinkets. <laughs> you would go so far under the jail. You know, they've got they've got eyes and GPS on all that oh, stuff. Well,
1: of course.
2: To be at the Van Gogh Museum. I remember unreal. I saw
1: the Hope Diamond. Oh, it was at the yeah. Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw the Mona Lisa. Oh, Has it wow. left? It's at the Louvre? Yes. Was it ever here?
2: I don't it- know. I don't know. But I went to the New York museums there and I saw some of the most famous paintings. I oh.
1: think it was at the Smithsonian at one point. Wow! Because I remember going, it's much smaller than I thought. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you, you know, you think the Mona Lisa and you mm-hmm. and you think it's the, it's it's only like. Yes. I, I don't small. know. It's exactly. it's much smaller than I was expecting. And
2: I, and I encourage you if you like that kind of thing or you think you have an interest, we've got a beautiful one right here. The Norton has got some beautiful pieces and you're not going to see anything like it anywhere else. So pop in. They don't charge a dime. No, and it's you can beautiful. walk in. It's gorgeous. The grounds are gorgeous.
1: And now the have guards some... follow me around like I'm going to take one of those Remingtons. <laughs> I don't know I don't know, don't know why yeah. If, you know.
2: But I yeah, I'm just uh, to have listeners in Amsterdam. I know we have uh, some military folks listening in Germany as well. Um and I have some friends don't text me. I will shoot y'all who are leaving now for um Mexico. And they'll text me laying on the beach. Hey, we're listening to you laying on the beach. I don't need to know that. Go to Mexico and kiss it. Oh, did I just say that? I'm sorry.
1: AF. <laughs> 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 Michael McCarty. What a... 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. I've never been to France, so it wasn't the Mona Lisa that I saw. Okay. But I I, I would have laid money on it that it was.
2: Not. It's never been on loan?
1: But but I got I got a text at uh, Missy Setters at the Independence Bowl. said uh, it was acquired by King Francis of France and is now property of the French Republic. I have to say it like this. Mm-hmm. It's been on permanent display at the Louvre in Paris since 1797. Oh, okay. So it has not come across the pond. No. And made it to the Smithsonian. I was watching. So now I'm wondering what the heck did I see that mm-hmm. was still much smaller than I thought. Right. I watched, a famous painting. I
2: watched a piece, and I'm not sure it was a. it was an investigative piece on the History Channel while I was on vacation. It was about this room... In the Soviet Union, text us if you know the name of the room. I forget the name of it. It was this room. It was supposed to be the most valuable room ever. It had all kinds of uh, precious gems, and the walls were made of gold. And I mean, it was one of these that was just absolutely n- – n- the value was way off the charts, and that Hitler wanted it. And so when Hitler, when Hitler invaded Leningrad – I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm going to mess my history up with regard to that. That his mission was to steal that room. And and they are seen packing up trucks and stealing what appears to be that room. And then moving it to locations in Germany where they moved it around Mm -hmm. to keep from getting it stolen back. But that ultimately the Soviets had created a replica of the room. And Hitler stole the wrong room. I don't know if it's true or not because they had built like walls in front of the jeweled part of the room. Gosh, I wish I could cite the story. I, I, I didn't I haven't heard it. It was this. an incredible story. I'm going to find out the, the episode you need to watch because Hitler put it in a certain place and the Soviets came for it there. I mean, and they've been fighting over it for, for decades, and nobody really knows who's really got the room now who really owns it where where it really is they don't let anybody in to see it i'm like well, that would be the whole point What's the po- r- yeah, right, yeah it's it's all hidden and nobody because it's so valuable. So I uh, who knew they took such precision about artworks and stuff that they disguised them and they hid them behind brick walls and secret passageways and it was an incredible story well, that's huh? what
1: you want something that you nobody can see you can't nobody even nobody can
2: enjoy yeah, right but they had they had pictures of it that were like replica pictures. and I mean, it would be like this whole wall in this room was gold flake. And then that wall was gold bullion. I mean, it was just inc- with rubies embedded. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous.
1: Right. Now this room is filled with flakes.
2: Yes, yeah, filled with flakes. Yeah, but it th- that's we protect art like that. So to say the Mona Lisa had the I mean, I'm I imagine the one that's on real display is probably a fake. It's probably not the real you one. You think so? I would be shocked if they have the real one sitting out there. Now, I'm a big conspiracy theory, whatever, the black helicopters are coming. But, you know, something that old, do they really have it out there where just any old Joe can walk by it? I mean, I know you can't get up close to it or the guards are going to come snag you, but uh, I wonder about it now. I'm like, do they really have all the real stuff out or is that stuff in locked, you know, climate controlled containers somewhere? I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out what this show was about this room that the Soviets and Germany I'd, was be, interested. Over. Yeah, I'd I'll, I'll be interested. Yeah, I'd actually be
1: interested to know what it's, the heck.
2: It, it was interesting. So,
1: Councilman Jim Talaferro joining us after the 8 o'clock news, talking about uh, the Shreveport uh, City Council lifting the smoking ban in Shreveport Casinos. Mike and McCarty, 1017FM. 7 FM Seven Ten Kiel Mike and McCarty, you're talking about the Amber Room. It got me thinking because now that it's like nobody really knows where it is. Is that right? The, there's, there's,
2: it's called the Amber Room, yeah. And it, it, watch the documentary on the History Channel. Some theories say that the Royal Air Force blew it up when it was in Germany in Konigsberg. There are other theories that the Russians had it. Uh, that the Germans actually stole a fake, a replica. But and see, the they Russian, may have
1: been saying that to uh, cover yeah, exactly. their there, safe a, face. a
2: lot of different theories. If I still had it, I'd, you know, but I, I don't know. Do I want people coming after it?
1: But it got me thinking of <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. Do we know where it is, really?
2: Don't know. We got a message, too, on the Port Security Systems message board that the Mona Lisa did travel to the U.S. in 1962. So it wasn't you that saw it. No, I and, would have been. And it was displayed in the National Museum of Art. Jackie Kennedy instrumental in having it brought over and displayed, according to history dot com. I did not realize that.
1: Hmm. Well, I have to I, double check. Then that wasn't what, because I would have been one year old.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. That's not what you saw.
1: And if I saw it, I, I, I wouldn't have known.
2: Mm-hmm. But uh, watch that History Channel documentary on the Amber Room. Just Google it and, uh, you know, did the Royal Air Force destroy it? Did the Russians actually have it and they kept it secret? I mean, it's. I don't even remember the value they put on it but it was the most valuable museum in history and and no one had it came even came close to the value of this room and I would just love to see that. I don't think they're letting people see it though.
1: Now when I looked up the Amber Room mm-hmm. it, it showed on Wikipedia and we know it's true because it's on Wikipedia. Of
2: course, Wikipedia is always right.
1: And there's pictures that show people in it but it says the reconstructed Mm-hmm. amber room and there's yeah. pictures of putin in there too mm-hmm. so is does reconstructed mean they they did recreated? a redo created with all that pricey stuff you see reconstructed to me means okay this is it it's just been redone not mm-hmm. not um recreated recreated means, means okay this is what it you well, know used to look like
2: to, to me that's kind of like you remember the the 1965 Ford Mustangs oh, and then they yeah. re, then they recreated them in the 2005s well, right that's you it's not the same them. car exactly that's it's what not i'm not saying yeah it's just not the same car but I if you two, say th- you,
1: know. you reconstructed one then that's Yeah, that's a that's a 1965 Ford Mustang. Right. You just you've redone it.
2: I I would I would be curious to know, did they really is it the same value? Did they put the same, you know, because you couldn't recreate that room now. It would cost you so much money. How would a country justify that spending over a billion dollars to recreate a room that you let get stolen from you? If that indeed How do you is what steal happened, a room? they pulled trucks up. How do you steal they, a room. They pulled big <laughs> trucks up. Tru- trucks were seen hauling everything away. And then they apparently including brought them, the
1: walls. Everything the walls they, are what make a room. They
2: deconstructed the entire place after they took over in, in uh Leningrad where, where wherever it was, but anyway that
1: Leningrad, Stalingrad, uh, yeah, one, one of the of grads. them. One
2: of the grads. They got they got it all. Supposedly. I don't know the truth.
1: Supposedly.
2: Supposedly, yeah. As supposedly.
1: Joey says. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Right. <laughs> Mike and McCarty, Jim Talafero, Shreveport City Councilman joining us after the local news one oh one 1017 fm 710 KEO Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Shreveport City Councilman Jim Talaferro joining us. Good morning, Jim. Big,
0: Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Aaron.
1: Morning. morning. Uh, big vote coming up next week. Uh, casino mm-hmm. smoking ban uh, mm-hmm. looking to repeal it. Uh, how do you mm-hmm. expect that vote to go? How are you going to vote? Well,
0: optimistically, I don't expect um, us to... To reverse the decision that we made, I think probably approximately three years ago, for the health of the um, the workers that currently work in that environment. Um, I could be mistaken, but I have not received any kind of data from the gaming industry, our local casinos, saying why they want to repeal it now. Um, I don't know. I've heard financially they're hurting um i know margaritaville saw a positive uptick in in revenue um but and if i've also heard that this only applies to the the slot area which you know i have to you have to look at why they why now uh why not right off the bat why didn't they appeal it um you know when they initially voted on it so i mean i have a lot of questions you know i'm a i'm a very conservative guy and i don't uh, I don't believe that government belongs in the decisions of free enterprise and, and businesses and so forth. But this is the decision that we made, you know, three years down, uh, three years ago. And um, all I've heard, really, and received email after email and uh, testimony is from medical professionals. Now, we all know um, as a whole, as a society, that secondhand smoke is dangerous. Um, those of us that are baby boomers pretty much grew up breathing secondhand smoke on mm, airplanes, in absolutely. our cars, in our homes. And so who knows? Um, but I can't ignore, as they say, you know, you got to follow the science, and the science is um, that secondhand smoke is detrimental to our health. And in good conscience, I'm going to vote not to repeal it. I'm going to vote to leave it alone uh, because I cannot, in good conscience, again, Put people back in an or put people in an environment that I know that I'm not going to I wouldn't work there myself or I wouldn't work, want my family to work there. And I know that people are going to say, well, they have the choice. Well, it's not that simple. You know, when you've kind of set up um, a system or a platform now for them to work in a clean environment and then all of a sudden you gonna say, well, you have a choice to either suck it up um, or leave or find another job. Um, and in this economy, I think that's just
1: unfair. Jim, have you talked with other council members? Do you know how they're going to vote?
0: Well, I've spoken with a couple, and um, of course, you know Grayson Butcher. I believe he's not going to repeal it. I, I don't. I think um, Gary um, may not re- repeal it. If, uh, you know, if you leave it the way it is. He's going to leave it the way it is. Um, but but he's proposed. He's,
2: he's He's joined hands with Tabitha Taylor to propose well, this.
0: Well, and that yes, he's he's. I think he's co-sponsored or he's uh, he's he's riding along with it but i just find it hard to believe that you know knowing what we know um i mean we have reacted to we reacted to incidences where we didn't have medical information i mean we just came off of a pandemic where we had no statistical data uh, i think um that warranted what we did but that's a that's the time for another discussion, or discussion for another time. Let me ask you. This. Let me yeah. ask you
2: this, Jim. Um, I asked the mayor this. I, I'll ask you. Did the casinos contact you to consider lifting this ban? The mayor told me no, they didn't contact him.
1: No, ma'am. I okay, so received... how is
2: how is this coming up? They they had to have contacted someone.
1: Yeah. Why the change? I, well, Where did this it, come from?
0: I have no clue really honestly i don't know it just showed up and well actually gary brooks approached me and said hey that uh you know tabitha are going to bring this back up and uh you know he wanted my opinion i said well you know i'm not a i'm not a government government interference guy but we have done this for three years now and i'm 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 apologize for it maybe it's not exactly Mm -hmm. you know but i don't want to set somebody up for failure in in the employment industry but again i don't i don't know of any stats stats that says that they're really suffering going under and i don't want to be callous about it but the overall concern now is that what are we going to do going forward
2: right Uh, and and the data is the data is out there jim um that all the casinos with the exception a small exception of margaritaville have seen declining revenues you can't pin it to the smoking ban
0: well i agree and 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 what I've also heard, and you can research this, is that I initially heard that it really was, the concern was on the slot floor. Now, if you look at the slot floor, that is a kind of a, uh, once I got you, I got you, and I don't want you to leave that bar stool. Mm -hmm. That's why I kind of give you the drink. And, you know, if I give you the smoking, there's no reason other than going to the restroom uh, there's no reason for you to leave that slot floor, and maybe right now the fact is is that once they leave that slot floor to go outside and do their smoking business, uh, maybe they maybe they don't come back. I don't know, but I haven't received any kind of calls or any um, anything positive or any rationale from the casinos that hey, this is really killing our business. And um, as a matter of fact, I think the statistics are quite like the opposite. If you take if you take COVID out of the the mix, and that wouldn't we like to have done, done that? Fine. I
2: even everybody saw Jim. I may be wrong, but I believe at least one of the Shreveport casinos set up a patio where you could smoke and puts <laughs> and put slot machines out there.
0: Well, that's interesting. I just had this conversation with a good friend of mine yesterday. I said, you know. Why don't they have a, you know, somewhat controlled environment where you can go out on the patio? We have pretty much nice weather all year round, I guess. You know, I mean, it does get blazing hot, but um, maybe that is too far-fetched. But, you know, other casinos have done, uh, like you said, an open-air patio Mm -hmm. where they have, you know, coolers and heaters in the wintertime, whatever. If someone wants to gamble that badly, they're going to do it regardless of the conditions. Um, and especially on the one arm bandit. Kind
1: of Talk, we're talking with Jim Talaferro, Shreveport City Councilman. Jim on the Shreveport Security Systems Message Board, uh, Brian says if they repeal it for the casinos, bars will be next. He, he well, says He says, I'm in a pool league, there's no smoking, and he says, I'll quit the pool league if they start smoking back in bars. Mm-hmm. He's a cancer it, survivor. He says that means a lot to him.
0: It does. And it means a lot to me hearing that and other testimonies from people who are a lot closer to secondhand smoke than I am. Um, I grew up in a family where my dad smoked a pipe. I mean, it was just the way it was. Um, but if you if you look at um, the environment that we've created, it's a safe, healthy environment. All of our medical professionals that I've ever heard testimony from are really letting us know very emphatically that this is not the path that we really want to go down. We don't want to go backwards. Again, it really is a difficult—I say—difficult say a difficult decision for me, being the conservative that I am. But on the flip side of it, um, we're looking at people's health, mm-hmm. and we've done other things um, as a whole as a society where government has said, you know, uh, you know, like, like the seatbelts. Your head, your head looks worse. You know, going through a windshield. So I think we need to have a seat belt. Let me, uh, Jim, let me, encur-
2: let me encourage you mm-hmm. and the other council members do it anonymously. Pop into Samstown Casino, pop into Bally's. I know maybe you're not a gambler, but at least pop in. Go up to those tables. Those dealers can't come to your council meeting and put their job on the line and testify. Ask them if they have lung lung troubles. Ask them if they know dealers who have lung troubles. You will hear from all of them that it's a big issue for them. Even if they are smokers, they don't want to be standing. So I, I really implore you and your other council members to at least go into the casinos and talk to those workers. I think it's critical.
0: It is critical, and I'm glad you brought that up because I do have I have friends that work in the gaming industry um, on the on the main floors. I'm from from supervisors to actually you know dealers and so forth, and they have texted me saying that you know this is not this is not the way to go. I will I will have to leave. I will have to find another place to go for my game. We have set these people up over years with training. I mean, this is their profession. This is what this is how they earn their livelihood. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's really kind of uh, I think it's irresponsible of us now to go back on something that I think over 75 percent, maybe even 80 percent of the people that are in this industry saying we don't we don't want the smoking back on our floors. It just Uh,
1: makes me wonder why it was why this has come back up again. But uh, yeah,
0: and I don't I really wish I could comment on that, but I uh, just don't I don't smell a rat. <laughs> and follow the money.
1: Follow. That's uh, my yeah. yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Follow the money. Thank you for I saying don't know. it, oh. Jim. Jim I, I, don't Farrell, have, I don't have anything. Shreveport uh. City Councilman. Thanks for talking <laughs> with us this morning, sir. Oh, thanks
0: for squeezing
1: me in. I appreciate it. <laughs> Take care, <laughs> Mike. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike M. McCarty. Thanks to Jim uh, Talaferro talking with us a few moments ago. Uh, interesting point on the Shreveport Security Systems message board that says, you know, if, if, you, if you lift the ban on the casinos and allow smoking in casinos, then why not the bars? Mm -hmm. and restaurants what's next what's why not restaurants
2: and I'm gonna be honest with you and they and they may say no today to this but I think there will be enough pressure down the road for the Bossier casinos to do the same and I you know they can build a they can build a patio with slot machines out there people can sit outside they can put you know all kinds of air conditioning outdoor air conditioning units out there to keep them comfortable if they have to sit at a slot machine while they're smoking you know you can do that um, I just think it's coming. You've done it in Baton Rouge. You've done it in Lafayette. You've done it in New Orleans. Um, so
1: all of those casinos ban smoking,
2: right? Right. And it, and and the time is coming.
1: So basically, Bossier is the only place,
2: the only big metro. I mean, there okay. you, you have some in you know some of the. Um, the Indian casinos and some others, and you have some in other states that still allow smoking. Right, I'm, tra-
1: I'm talking right, Louisiana. In
2: Louisiana, though. I think in the big cities, I think it's banned in all, and, and folks will text me if I'm wrong, but, you know, it it really is time. And, again, I'm coming from a little bit of a biased perspective. My father died from emphysema, from smoking, since he was at World War II. My mother had COPD and never smoked a day in her life, Okay. That was contributed to her early death in my yeah, view. But
1: because she was in the house with it. Or in the or in smoke. the
2: in the station wagon when you smoked. Right. You sure. know? That's what I mean. That's how it all happened. My father smoked indoors for years and years.
1: And remember, so remember when we were kids, when you got oh, on an airplane?
2: Oh God, oh, yeah. it was horrible.
1: The no smoking light went out. Remember I know,
2: that I know, I know and you, yeah, there used to be a still have no smoking signs on airplanes. I'm like, you don't need those anymore. Everybody knows there's no smoking on these right. planes. but um, it, it there's going to be a time, I hope in my lifetime where Bozier does the same. And you know I like I don't go gamble very often. I like to go every now and then. And I'm not. I'm not just gonna go and sit next to somebody who's smoking. I will move. I don't want to. I don't want that smell on me. I don't want to have to breathe that air. Yeah, yeah. And I think about the workers. I, I I have talked to many, and I implore the council members: go to Sam's Town Casino, go to Bally's, and if you hear those workers tell you, "Yeah, lift the ban," we're hurting. You know what? I'm with you. Hmm. You're not gonna hear that.
1: It aggravates me to have to walk into a business and smokers are standing right by the door.
2: Yeah, and we have a law; you're supposed to be 25 feet away from the door,
1: and and you have to walk through that cloud mm-hmm. yeah. just to get in a door.
2: Right. It, I did get a text. Lafayette allows smoking, so i may, i misquoted that. But I but I'm I'm just telling you, it's time. It is time, and I and I know I understand your argument. A lot of conservatives, well, that's government overreach and all that. You know what? It's health of people that can't control that. They work at those casinos already. That law's been in place for almost two, almost three years. Two two years, whatever it is. Um are they supposed to quit their jobs now? Because you're gonna now allow smoking back in their business? Are they supposed to quit their jobs today? You know, this argument maybe, maybe what it made more sense back when they passed it. That old oh, government's overreaching. You know, government makes you wear your seatbelt. Ah no no don't don't wear your seatbelt anymore. That's government overreach. Don't wear that helmet while you're riding your motorcycle. That's government overreach. I mean, there's a lot of things like that. I I, I just get frustrated. I really do. I'm sorry.
1: And I I can see, like, the seatbelt because you go, well, that's my personal. But actually, it costs the public when you you, uh, factor in medical costs. Mm -hmm. Insurance costs go up. You know, you're, you're actually affecting... It it's, It affects other people. That's the thing. Are there yeah. times when I hop on my bike and I, really, you know, wouldn't want to put a helmet on mm-hmm. and enjoy the air going through my hair? Sure. sure. You bet. Sure. But I understand. That that would be stupid. Well, sort of.
2: Yeah. I'm not a fan of... <laughs> I'm not a fan of uh, free body parts.
1: What, what's that? That's seven what we call five? you
2: guys when you're driving around with no helmet. <laughs>
1: One oh one seven FM seven ten Kiel Micah McCarty, I told you we went out to eat last night. My niece is in town. She's leaving this morning. Mm-hmm. Heading back to New Mexico. Okay. Um and the waiter asked us when we were there. He says, uh, you know, my, my brother in law said, What kind of beer do you have? And I go, well, Bud, Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just I just did I just kinda stopped. Oh. And so I asked the guy, I asked the waiter, I said, has your sales of Bud Light, have you noticed, you know, is there? He goes, oh, yeah, it plummeted. Mm-hmm, He right. used to do 10, 12 a night oh. on, you know, just his tables. He says, now maybe, maybe two a week. Golly, that's a, that's a bite. And that's, and, and I, I, I happen to, I would think that's people that just are not informed.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, know. yeah.
1: Or maybe don't care. I there's don't there, care. There's like, a lot of people that have never even you, heard about it. Yeah, I told you about the time my son told me, he said he was eating these Doritos and apparently there was some special like LeBron James Doritos. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would be a flavor. Right. <laughs> old sneakers. I don't know. Ooh, yuck. But I went, LeBron James, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs>
2: Oh Lord! And he says,
1: "Dad, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about LeBron James. I just sometimes no. you just have to enjoy the chips.
2: Yeah, like, just enjoy the <laughs> chips. Exactly. Well, okay.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me to separate the art from the artist sometimes, mm, right? That's no, and it's telling my niece about you know the Heinz products. I just can't buy a Heinz product anymore because and I'm not I'm not thinking my my little piddly is going to make a difference to the Heinz Corporation, Mm-hmm. but you know, knowing what Teresa Hines Carey supports, I don't yeah. want to support those things.
2: Right, I understand. I gotta have my Hines ketchup, though. Sorry, gotta have it.
1: <sighs> there are others that no, just as no Waterburger ketchup. You no. ever had
2: Waterburger ketchup? Yeah, no,
1: spicy. No, oh hell yeah, no. Smoking ban uh, <laughs> proposed being lifted at local Shreveport casinos. Tabitha Taylor, I say, changed her tune. Uh, Yeah, kind of. She kind of did. Yeah. I want to know why. We've got an audio clip coming up next. Mike and McCarty. <music> 101. 7 FM, 710. Key on Mike and McCarty. Uh, just in front of the Shreveport City Council vote to repeal the smoking ban in Shreveport casinos. Mm-hmm. It just begs the question why now what's happened what why it's not even been a year or has it been a it, year it has to, it went into effect august of 21 so so almost 2 years but but there hasn't been statistical data showing that it's hurt casino revenue
2: casino revenues are down
1: but it's not because of
2: that. that you because can't show me that. Because casino
1: revenues are down across the
2: board. Exactly. With the exception of Margaritaville, uh, which is a different animal. I've, I called it a land-based earlier. Perhaps it's not officially land-based, but it's a different animal. We all know. It's not a, a substantial riverboat like all the rest of them.
1: Um, I wonder if the new Diamond Jacks, if they're planning on allowing smoking, being in Bozier.
2: I would imagine so. I would imagine they're going to go by what the rules are in the industry. That's why I'm
1: hopeful. Well, that they, they don't can, have to allow. They don't have they, to allow no, smoking. They, they can, can say, no, we're not they, allowing it.
2: And, you know, when I was down in the Gulf Coast, I saw lots of billboards for we are a smoke-free casino. Sure. You know, you got to market yourself like that. you got to let people know so that the gamblers that, that are going into smoking places that don't want the smoke go, oh, Shreveport's got. I mean, like we were just talking about, people don't even know unless you tell them over and over and over mm-hmm. you got to repeatedly tell them about a story so they don't know the problem is Tabitha Taylor is got this she's bringing this back up um, to repeal the smoking ban in the casinos she voted against the smoking ban um, from jump she didn't want to put it in place she wanted the businesses to make their own rules okay but then when it came back to repeal it she she, she had
4: this to say I've always believe that when it comes to businesses, that those businesses need to turn around and make that decision. However, on the flip side of this, what we did last year was saying, we'll give you one year. There was a five to two vote. They said, we're going to give you one year. That's what we said. It. Regardless if I like it or not, that's what we said. And for my constituents, that I listen to, I do believe our
2: word is our bond. Okay, so maybe she's saying now we've given you the one year, and we don't think it's we think it might be hurting the casinos if that's what if that if I were her that's what I would say. We re- agreed to give you one year. Well, you you just you got to put the health and safety of your constituents first with regard to crime. I mean, that's got to be a priority. And the i I don't know i'm I'm torn about it so so much in that I'm very suspicious of why now, and I'm in the middle of mm-hmm. at this moment, I'm in the middle of tracking charitable donations by the casinos, and I'm going to get to the bottom of this they don't on the on the gaming board control board's website, I'm looking at the annual report, God, I don't want to read any more stuff about gambling, but I'm reading it, I'm going through it, and I'm going to make a call today. To the head of state police who handles gaming. And I'm going to find out all the donations made by the local casinos to charity organizations. Mm -hmm. I have the amount they've spent on charity organizations. I have found that number. But now I'm going to find out what charity organizations did they contribute to. Are some of these charity organizations connected to some city council members? How
1: much and when?
2: Yes. I have connected a, um, a 2015 event that money was donated by El Dorado Casino to a charity that is run by Tabitha Taylor. This was before she was on the council. This was before Bally's came to town. So, so I, you know, in in fairness to Miss Taylor, this that's an old contribution. I want to see if there are any current ones. If there are any in their latest reports that show they've made considerable donations to charities that she
1: controls. And the redistricting, that's
2: another that's question. That's another
1: question. Mm-hmm. Why 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 did she fight to have the casinos put in her district? That those
2: were in councilwoman Fuller's district and when they did redistricting she wanted the casinos put in her district. Um not all of downtown is in her district, but the, the piece of the riverfront is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes this even smell even worse. And I that's the thing. The perception of this doesn't look good for her. It really does. And, you know, she, there were people talking about she may run for mayor. This is going to sink that. This is going to sink any political future for her. Completely sink it. Because it smells, oh, awful. It's got a stench that will last for the rest of her political career.
1: We'll find out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested to to find out your uh, your findings on I'm this.
2: I'm going to be doing some digging.
1: Mike and McCarty, 1017. 1017 FM, 710 Kiel. Mike and McCarty. Uh, Aaron, this 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 age of canceled culture—it's mm-hmm. just gotten out of hand. Yeah. It's just absurd. Apparently, have you heard now that that uh, there are people that are mad at Miller Lite? Oh no! What did they do? <laughs> they they came out with an ad. Apparently, now this is before the Bud Light debacle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, last March, somebody on Twitter found a Miller Lite ad that, um, and now they're saying, it's woke and these companies are broken, have no idea who consumes their products. But the ad, it's it's kind of, it was a a tongue-in-cheek apparently for Women's History Month. Mm -hmm. So in the clip, Miller says, women were known for brewing beer and yet centuries later the beer industry paid homage to the founding mothers of beer by putting women in bikinis dun, 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 And then there's <laughs> not they're do making that. fun of themselves they're making fun of the beer industry and the commercials and and i remember seinfeld had a a, a little bit about sodas what is the deal with soda commercials these people are all excited they're dancing they're at the pool they're at the beach we have soda Mm -hmm. it's kind of that way with the beer commercials right you you weren't happy and and didn't have good-looking friends unless you (laughs) drank that beer yeah and you had to smoke the right cigarettes too remember that oh yeah
2: oh boy and your shirts
1: weren't as white just ask uh, mick jagger (laughs) but it was just a tongue-in-cheek for crying out loud they were just poking fun, and we, now people we, have just gone off the deep end.
2: No sense of humor. You got to walk that edge. Got to, you know, you're tiptoeing around everything. Got to be careful.
1: So, so now they're 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 trying to boycott Miller Lite. Oh gosh.
2: <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I don't okay. think this
1: one will get traction
2: I'd, like I'd, the Bud Light did. It's just fun, just silliness. I I'm okay with that. I, you know, the one thing I don't like seeing a lot of is this. Um, the the sexual exploitation of women did you see the latest who's the latest on the sports illustrated swimsuit edition the that latest cover crazy. girl
1: yes yes snoop dogg's best friend martha stewart 81 years old <laughs> with a a plunging neckline yes. swimsuit
2: she's got the girls high and tight <laughs> is that how you have them i don't know not how you have them i
1: don't know I
4: don't, they're not I don't really they're kind of mid height.
1: mid and
2: tight <laughs> I thought boy
1: you're gonna no, go is. you're gonna
2: go do this okay she's doing it.
1: She's kind of seated on a bench and she's leaning yeah. forward and with her legs she's not actually really showing much at all but
2: they released a video where they're pouring water on her oh, and really? I'm like oh my gosh Martha, what are you thinking? <laughs> Please.
1: Oh, oh no, oh no I didn't mean to do this Oh gosh, Sorry. you're
2: what? Oh, there you go, watching the Martha Stewart porn
1: <laughs> I did not have wanted to... <laughs> It was an ad
2: Okay, yeah, right, whatever Oh, now, I gotta finish the show Because I gotta now, call Helen state Mirren. police Oh, you got a thing for oh, Helen Mirren?
1: Who doesn't?
2: Me? Ruben, Ruben doesn't? <laughs> I promise you Ruben doesn't no.
0: Oh, no, Helen uh,
1: can get it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: You down with Helen?
1: Oh, sure, yeah. Why not? I wouldn't have phrased <laughs> oh, okay. it quite like that, but yeah. <laughs> Helen Mirren.
2: Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knew you guys?
1: Plus, Man. She's, plus she's rich, so Y'all that, are after that's a the, bonus. <laughs> after the cougars, these guys, yeah. 1017 FM, 710 Key